Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Teaching My Wife Part 1 by Drew 2001 Chapter 01 After nearly 25 years of marriage our sex life had become more and more conservative and predictable. Somewhere along the way the woman who indulged many of my fantasies and kinks had grown more and more plain vanilla in her sexual preferences. I fondly recall in years past suggesting that we fill a condom with water and freeze it, and watching her go upstairs, return with a condom, fill it with water from the kitchen sink, tie the end to prevent leaks and put it into the freezer. I remember watching her fill the condom with a fair amount of water and telling her that water expanded when it froze and her telling me that she knew that and seeing the twinkle in her eyes that let me know she was looking forward to feeling the icy dildo inside of her pussy. Watching her fuck herself to orgasm with the frozen condom was always a turn on as was fucking her after while the walls of her pussy were still chilled from the icy dildo. I remember sending her out to the sporting goods store to buy a ping pong paddle to use on her lovely ass and later sending her to the adult store to buy a whip. She returned with a black leather flogger that we still have to this day. I used to tell her to go to the bedroom, get the flogger and the ropes and to strip naked. I would then tie her feet to the footboard. I would also take a belt and cinch it around her slender waist and then take two ropes, run them under the belt, and tie her to the footboard so she could not scoot her ass away from the edge of the bed. Finally, I would tie rope around each knee and tie the ends to the posts on either side of the bed spreading her wide open. For a finishing touch I would jam a pillow under her ass which had the effect of lifting her pussy higher and make it even more exposed. Once she was secured in place I would get a deck of cards. I would ask her for a number from 1 to 54, two jokers, and I would draw six cards starting with the number she gave me. The numbers on the cards would indicate how many strokes she would get with the flogger with one card for each breast, one for each inner thigh and two for her pussy. Black cards were for harder blows and red were for medium. If a joker came up I would pick another card and the card would be doubled dot I would then blindfold her and the flogging would begin. First one breast to the number on the card, then the other, next the inner thighs and finally her pussy. If I was feeling particularly diabolical, I would first finger her pussy to get her even wetter and then spread her pussy lips open before administering the strokes to her pussy. The flogging itself was actually pretty tame and definitely not hard enough to break the skin or to raise welts that lasted any length of time, just enough to get her to jump and grunt from each blow. Sometimes while we were doing this she started to get really turned on, and I would keep flogging her pussy and tell her I would stop once she had an orgasm. I would tell her that if she wanted to reach orgasm from the strokes of the flogger that she had to ask for more strokes. Hearing her say, please, and again, over and over again as I flogged her pussy is a memory that gets me hard to this day. If she did not come from the flogging I would finish her off with one of our sex toys or my mouth or cocked out we did the flogging scene for several years before she decided she was not into that anymore, 
and we stopped. We also stopped doing other kinky things that we enjoyed as somewhere along the way the sexually adventurous woman who was my wife became less and less daring as far as our sexual activities and this story is about how I went about changing that. Before getting into the story I should describe my wife. Her name is Anne and she is 5 feet 2 inches tall and weighs 115 pounds. She has brown hair and eyes. Her breasts are a natural B-cup and she has a very, very thin waist which gives her a very curvy hourglass figure and an ass to die for. Although I had talked her into shaving her pussy a couple of times in the past she has in recent years kept a full bush. We never had children so her pussy is still nice and tight. As I said, somehow over the years our sex life became more and more routine. We had sex maybe once a week usually on Sunday morning in our bed and although I still used some toys on her, and we pleasured each other orally, although and rarely swallowed, the kinky, out there aspect was gone. It was as much my fault as it was hers and the tipping point was my developing a medical condition that caused high blood pressure leading to ED that fortunately reversed once the condition was treated and my blood pressure returned to normal. This episode made me realize that I had a limited number of years of serious fucking left and that I'd better use it before I really did lose it. I started to try to have sex with him more often but she resisted and we would sometimes argue about how often we had sex and what we did to each other when we played, as we called it. I finally got fed up and told her that either she satisfy me by going back to the woman she once was or that I would find someone else who would and that maybe that would lead to more than just a sexual relationship. I told her that I wanted her to go back to the time when she told me that she wanted to be a lady outside the bedroom, but a whore in the bedroom. I told her that she needed serious whore training to regain her former mojo, and she eventually agreed. When she agreed to the training, and thought that I was going to do the training but I told her to remember the disasters we had when I tried to teach her to ski and to play golf. Maybe it is just us but it always seems difficult for a spouse to teach the other how to do something. For us, it is just causes one argument after another. My showing in how to swing a golf club just never seemed as effective as when a golf instructor told or showed her the same thing. In addition, I knew that I would be more susceptible to her pleas to stop or slow down than would a stranger thus keeping the boundaries of our sexual activities largely where they were. I could see the wheels turning as and realized that her training would be at the hands of other men and the look of horror that came across her face. And tried to bargain with me, telling me that she already knew how to be a whore in the bedroom but I would not have any of it. When she saw that she would not change my mind she started to cry but I told her that either she would be trained by other men or our relationship would likely be in trouble. And ran up to the master bathroom and closed the door. I could hear her crying softly but the next morning she woke me with her lips on my cock and told me that she would do whatever it took to ensure that we would stay together. And works for a business consulting company and has to travel about once every four to six weeks to various locations in the U.S. for a couple of days on each trip. I decided that having her training occur during these trips would be the best because the men involved would likely never see her again and she could protect her anonymity. And was relieved when I told her this part of the plan although she failed to realize that if the men she chose did not know her beforehand and understood it was a one-time deal they would likely just fuck her brains out and otherwise use her more harshly than I would, and was about to find out the difference between having someone make love to her and fucking her, and had a trip to Atlanta coming up in about two weeks so I got busy putting things in place. 
I bought a compact video camera and a small tripod. The camera had pretty good low light capability, although I told and that whenever possible she should leave lots of lights on in her room. Besides the camera and would take various sex toys with her depending upon the scenes she was to enact with her trainer. This meant that and would have to check at least one piece of luggage unless she wanted to run the risk of having to answer a lot of embarrassing questions at airport security. I would also give in a letter outlining what her trainer was to do to her and she was to give this letter to the guy she picked, normally, and would come back from her business trips on Friday afternoon or evening but to allow time for her training we decided that she would stay over on Friday night and come back late Saturday instead. We would have to pay for the extra night but it would be a small price to pay, and would tell her company that she was staying on to visit with some old friends who had recently moved to Atlanta and just deduct the Friday night hotel and expenses from her reimbursement request. A few days before she was to leave, I asked and to get her clothes ready for the trip and when she was ready I would review what she had selected. She picked out her usual conservative selection of business wear and I went through it and took out all of the panties she had selected. I let her keep the bras as she did not want to have her nipples pointing out at clients and colleagues so as to diminish her professional demeanor. I added a pair of CFM heels, a garter belt and stockings as well as a Victoria's Secret push-up bra and a short skirt with a slit up the side that I told and that she was to dress up in garter and hose, CFM heels, the push-up bra, slinky top and short skirt and find a guy on Friday night. Flirt with him enough to let him know that she was up for a wild time and once she was sure he was interested to tell him the story of how we wanted her trained sexually by strangers and tell him about the letter. If he continued to be interested she was to give him the letter and ask him if he was willing to do to her what the letter said. I let and read the letter before she left so she knew up front exactly what would be happening to her if she picked up a guy and took him back to her room. Besides having the guy do the things in the letter to her, and also understood that all three of her holes were to be available to the guy and that she was to do her best to please him. The only conditions were that she had to video the encounter and he had to use a condom when he was in her pussy or ass. The letter I gave her read as follows. If and has given you this letter then things have progressed pretty far and she wants you to use her and fuck her. And is my wife and she has agreed that she needs to be trained to be more of a slut in the bedroom. She is yours for the night and tomorrow morning provided that you allow her to video your session and use a condom when you are in her pussy or ass. Other than that she is yours to do with as you see fit and does not like to swallow cum nor does she like cum on her face. She has agreed to try to learn to do both so you should definitely cum in her mouth and on her face that I included a toy kit and ends luggage. In the kit is a bandana you can use as a gag, a flogger, a tube of lube, a deck of cards and assorted lengths of rope. I used to tie and with her legs open and flog her tits, pussy and inner thighs. When I say, flog, I mean hard enough to get a yelp out of her but not hard enough to break the skin or raise welts that last more than a few minutes. Once you get started you should get the hang of how hard she can take it without being damaged. After you get done with the warm-up flogs ask and to pick a card from the deck and take it and the next six cards. The numbers on the first four cards will tell you how many strokes and is to get on each breast and each upper, inner thigh and the last two cards will be the number for her pussy. If a joker comes up pick another card and double the card S. For the flogging, you should tie an up so that her breasts, 
inner thighs and pussy are exposed and open to the flogger. The object is to position and so that her pussy is facing up as though she had drawn her knees up to he chest. Then you can bring the flogger down on it. Putting a pillow under her ass will also sometimes make her pussy an easier target. You can leave her hands free as she used to know enough to keep them out of the way. Take your time in tying it up as I used to do this along with fingering her pussy a bit and or playing with her nipples. I would also make comments about how it would feel when the flogger came down on her more intimate parts and would quiver and sometimes even moan as her mind anticipated what her body would soon feel and would sometimes come just from having her pussy flogged and you should watch her reactions to see if this is the case when you flog her. Her pussy getting wetter is usually a good sign that she may be up to coming from the flogging. If she is getting wetter and wetter ask her if she wants to come from the flogging and if she says yes make her ask for the additional strokes and then gag her and flog her enough to make her come. If she does not come from the flogging then give her an orgasm by fucking her, condom required before untying her. You will be amazed how kinky is to have your skin against hers and feel how warm her skin is in spots from the flogging. I also included a tube of lube as and used to let me fuck her in the ass but that has been off limits for a while now but if you are into anal then fuck her ass. We also used to play with a condom filled with water that had been frozen and used to fuck herself with it and then I would fuck her. I know you cannot do exactly that but you should have her slip on a little something revealing and go to the ice machine. When she gets back you can fill her ass and pussy with ice cubes or you can have her do it. She will carry on and try to talk you out of it but do not take no for an answer and as the ice takes effect you can finger her to an orgasm and then fuck her refrigerated pussy and or asshole. And would come like gangbusters from the fucking I would give her after we chilled her pussy even though she said the walls of her pussy did not feel my thrusts as much as they did when they were at a normal temperature and used to be very hot in bed and I hope training sessions like these get her back to that state. She is your slut for tonight so make good use of her. When it gets hot she likes the side of her neck, below her ear, licked and kissed. If she really is getting into it you can lick her ear also. Remember, and has selected you and she is your fuck toy for this evening. You are not making love to her, you are fucking her. Do not do anything to permanently damage her but otherwise use her for your pleasure. The guy and was sitting with at the bar to whom she had given the letter took a deep breath and asked for the check. He asked her if she was sure and whether she had read the letter. And said that she had read the letter and knew what would happen to her if she took him back to her room. They discussed the letter a bit more and then answered some questions the guy had about how we used to do the things listed in the letter and finally they walked out of the bar and took the elevator up to her room. From the video I could see that the guy she picked... Lou was about six feet tall with a stocky build and around 200 pounds. He looked to be Italian and had black hair and a mustache. He seemed confident but not arrogant which was good as and would soon be tied with all of her charms open to him as he wielded the flogger and otherwise used her. And then I had talked about the risks in letting a stranger do these kinds of things to her but and finally decided that there was no more risk than there would be if she had just picked up a guy for casual sex on one of her trips. As we talked about it, and pointed out that most guys in this kind of a situation would be happy with just regular sex, here the guy would be able to fuck her pussy, ass and mouth as well as do some more kinky things with and to her, and reason that they guy would be so happy with having access to all three of her holes and doing the kinky stuff in the letter that he would be unlikely to do other things that could harm her.
She had me almost convinced and vetoed any suggestions I made that we put other less aggressive activities on the menu for the first session, and also reasoned that the flogging would be among the most intense things she experienced, and if she got it out of the way she would be more likely to accept further training sessions in the future. The next few hours were an experience for N and Lou gave her a real workout. And turned on the video camera and Lou started off by nodding at N and saying, Show me what you got, honey. And then slowly took off her skirt and top and put them aside. He told her to leave the garter belt, hose and heels on. He then had her undress him and that was when she first saw that his cock was larger than she had experienced before. Lou's cock turned out to be nearly nine inches and very thick when fully erect. Lou got and on her knees in front of him, and he said, Start sucking, baby. Your husband wants me to teach you to swallow cum. And went to work and tried mightily to take his full cock into her throat, but it was just too big for her even though she has been able to deep-throat my standard-size cock for years. When he was about to come, he took her head in his hands and held her tight, and told me that he fired six or seven good shots of cum into her mouth, and then held her in place until she swallowed. She said swallowing was not as bad as she feared and thought that maybe that was due to the fact that she was with a stranger who may not let her spit out his cum as I do. I was happy to see that she was beginning to understand the difference between making love and fucking dot he let her rest and clean up and then sent her out to get some ice. When she returned he had her strip again and then told her to start putting ice cubes into her ass and pussy and got three cubes into her ass and four into her pussy when she begged him to let her stop. Lou told her that she had to get a dozen cubes inside of her, and what hole was her choice. She cried and whimpered but kept trying and eventually got six cubes into her pussy and five into her ass. He told her she could use the twelfth cube on her nipples and she rubbed it over them until they hardened into little points. He made her keep the ice inside until it melted and then he fucked her pussy while it was still chilled from the ice. And said that she came like crazy even though her pussy felt like it was frozen and she could barely feel his thick cock against the walls of her cunt. After this they slept for a while and woke up about four in the morning. Lou said, Okay, honey, first I cooled you off and now it is time to warm you up. And knew that this meant that her flogging was at hand. Lou then tied and spread open on the bed as described in the letter, had and pick out the six cards from the deck and flogged her tits, thighs and pussy until he saw that she was getting wet. He asked her if she wanted him to continue flogging her pussy until she came, and she said that she did. He said that although he would enjoy hearing her beg for more strokes he was going to gag her so she would not disturb the other guests. He forced the gag between her lips and tied it behind her head which was a new experience as I had never gagged and before. He then stepped back and zeroed in on her wet pussy. Blow after blow landed on her exposed, defenseless, open pussy and it seemed to go on forever. And would make a sound or a grunt whenever the flogger hit her pussy. Every ten strokes or so Lou would stop and finger her pussy and then would moan and try to hump his fingers deeper into her and must have been enjoying herself because she never made a move with her hands to protect her pussy although she later told me that she did not move her hands to intervene in her pussy's punishment because she did not want Lou to tie her hands as she wanted to feel at least a little bit in control, eventually, and started to rotate her ass around the bed as much as she was able being tied like she was. She also tried to raise her hips up as if to offer her pussy up for more punishment. 
She was no longer making the grunting sounds whenever a blow landed but was now moaning almost continually. She was right on the edge and Lou saw this and told her he was going to give her five hard strokes and that she should come before he was done. And made it to the third stroke when she exploded in an orgasm so strong she almost pulled her out of her ropes. Before and could come down from her orgasm Lou had a condom on and was buried up to his balls in her cunt. He fucked her hard and fast and then had another big orgasm followed by a series of smaller tremors. Surprisingly despite the kinky stuff he had just done Lou lasted for a while and and said that she had never come for such a long period of time as one orgasm would melt into the next. They fell asleep until the next morning and Lou told, and he wanted to fuck her ass. She got the tube of lube and forced some of it into her ass followed by one, two and then three fingers. And later told me that she wanted to lube and otherwise get herself ready because she knew it would be a struggle to accept Lou's thick cock in her ass. And was not sure about having such a big cock up in her ass but before she could think too long Lou bent her over a chair, slipped on a condom, lined up with her asshole and pushed himself through her sphincter with one strong thrust. And said she saw stars and started to scream and Lou clamped his hand over her mouth to muffle her screams. He told her to relax and to get used to the fullness. He held her for a while and eventually she calmed down as her ass grew accustomed to the cock that was splitting her wide open. Of course, the fingers he used to play with her clit also helped and to relax. When he sensed that she was able to better accommodate him he started to fuck her ass with long hard strokes. And was getting the ass fuck of her life and I could see on the video how her knuckles were white from her holding on tightly to the chair she was draped over. Fortunately or unfortunately, and hasn't told me which, Lou was able to last a long time because and had made him come a couple of times in the past few hours. When he finally exploded in her ass and said that she could feel every shot even through the condom and still remembers the pop sound she heard when he finally pulled out of her ass and got close but did not come from her anal fucking because she was pretty tired after the many orgasms she had already had with Lou. She said that they then kissed farewell and Lou left, and said that it took more than an hour after Lou left for her ass to fully close up and she spent most of that time sitting around and idly fingering herself. I was already seeing the signs of the changes in her that I had hoped to see, and then packed her stuff, went to the airport, and flew home. When she arrived I greeted her warmly, made her a drink of her favorite adult beverage, popped the video she took into the CD player, and told her to tell me about her experience. Overall she was okay with what had happened to her saying the fear she had of what an unknown stranger might do to her was actually a powerful turn on once Lou started to put her through her paces. She said that she would be willing to do it again if I wanted and I said that I definitely wanted I and the weeks following her trip I was able to fuck and ass a couple of times. She even swallowed my cum on two occasions. One day when I came home from work and greeted me naked in the bedroom with the ropes and flogger beside her on the bed. She is still far from where she was earlier in our marriage, but I believe that in time my bedroom whore will be again at my side. Chapter 02 For a full background reader should review part 1 before reading this chapter. Basically, this is the story of how my wife and who used to be sexually adventurous, became more and more conservative and how I set out to change things back to and beyond the way they were. Besides the activities described in part one, and in the past had allowed me to use a wide variety of vibrators and dildos on her. 
A favorite of mine was to insert a fairly large inflatable vibrating but plug into her ass and an inflatable dildo into her pussy. I would turn the butt plug on low and then would be on her way. In a few minutes I would pump the bulb on the butt plug a few times and give the dildo a few pumps as well. As the toys inflated inside of her and would tremble and let out a very sexy moan. She would writhe on our bed and push up her pelvis as though trying to fuck an imaginary lover instead of just the toys inside of her. After a few more minutes, I would man the pumps again and turn up the speed of the vibrator in Anne's ass. If I got it right and did not push and beyond what she could comfortably take, she would continue to moan and slide her ass from side to side and move her pelvis up and down. If I went too far, she would open her eyes, even though her eyes appeared to have rolled back in her head, and put her hand over the hand in which I was still holding the offending inflation bulb. That was her signal for no more right now and she would keep her hand on mine until she got comfortable with, or at least accepting of, the larger size of the sex toys inside her. It was at this point that I would usually straddle Anne's chest so that my cock was at her lips. She would take me in her mouth and suck for all she was worth. Whenever I further inflated either of the toys while she was sucking me I could immediately feel the effect in how she used her tongue and how she sucked. It was at times like these that I particularly wished that, and would swallow because my coming in her mouth would have been a terrific climax to her triple penetration. I never let myself come because I knew that would cause a break in the action as and cleaned up and I did not want to interfere with Anne's progress towards an orgasm. Sometimes if I inflated the toys too much and would say, That's too big. Or, That's too much. And I would let some air out slowly until she said, Okay, that's good. After giving her a few minutes, I would start to inflate the toys further. Often and would hit the wall a second time and I would have to again release some air. Whenever this happened I would take the inflation bulbs and put them into her hands and tell her to do it. There was something very sexy about seeing and lying on her back with her legs drawn up and spread with the hoses from the toys coming up from between her legs to the inflation bulbs that she was now holding in her hands. Her labored breathing and the muffled sound of the vibrator in her ass added to the erotic aura once and had control of the bulbs I would tell her. This one needs to go up, and touch the hand in which she was holding the bulb for the toy that I had just partially deflated, and would tense with each pump of the bulb, and when she was done I would touch her other hand and say, Okay, now this one. I would let her get used to the new sizes and then touch one of her hands again and say, More. I don't know if it was because and felt better being in control of the inflation process or if she got off on doing things to herself, but she often took the toys further than she would let me go. As I increased the speed of the vibrator in her ass to its maximum, and the size of the toys inside of her continued to increase and would get close and closer to orgasm. She would literally be panting and moaning deeply and as she got closer would rub her hands through her bush just above her clit. That area has always been one of her erogenous zones so when she starts to go there an orgasm is not far away. She would sort of keep her hands on the inflation bulbs while taking a few fingers off of each to run through her bush. She would also start to rub her thighs together tightly. I would either be watching or touching her breasts or sucking on her nipples. Most of the time I would let her get to orgasm without more but on a few occasions I would place my hand over hers and give the bulb for the dildo in her pussy a squeeze or two. This would always send her over the edge into a screaming, writhing orgasm. For those of you wondering if I had an ulterior motive besides enjoying theses scenes the answer is, yes. 
I hoped that these scenes would get and receptive to the idea of a twosome or threesome but she never went that far. We also would on occasion play where and would have a vibrator in her ass or pussy and she would suck me off. Once after we were done using the inflatable toys I deflated then and took them out of Anne's pussy and ass. I then closed the valves and started to pump them up and asked and if she wanted to see how big they got. She said that she did not need to see as she felt how big they were when they were inside of her but she did get an amazed look on her face when I was done inflating the toys. When inflated to the size it was when inside of her the butt plug had to be the size of a navel orange slash small grapefruit and the dildo in her pussy was the size of a large cucumber. Another toy that we played with on one occasion was a huge vibrator that I purchased on the internet. It was supposedly modeled after the cock of a major porn star whose name escapes me. It was pink and was made of the latex type of material that is supposed to feel like human skin. I took it out of the box and washed it and showed it to Anne. She gulped and her eyes got wide. I can't take something that big up inside of me. And said dot I told her to touch it and when she felt it she said that she could not believe how much it felt like real skin. The thing was huge at least ten inches and very thick and she felt it and the fake balls at the bottom for a few minutes. I think she knew I would try to get it inside of her and was trying to delay the inevitable or at least get more warmed up by playing with her soon-to-be intimate friend. Anyway, after a lot of preparation and Lubit did go in Anne's pussy to about seven inches. The whole time it was in her Anne's eyes were wide open as though she were shocked that she had something that big inside of her. When I tried to fuck her with it she stopped me saying that when I pulled it out it felt like her whole insides were being pulled out with it. I slowly pushed it back in and turned the speed up to the maximum. And lasted only about a minute before having one of the most intense orgasms I ever saw her have. Unfortunately that was one and done with that toy and I was never able to get and to let me use it on her again. She would say that it was too big and I would counter that she had already taken it once but it was her pussy so she won.as I described in part one over the years and had become more and more conservative and plain vanilla as far as sex went. The adventurous woman I described above had left the building. Vibrators, if we used them at all, were smallish and used mostly on her clit. We began to argue more and more about sex and I eventually told and that if she were not willing to be a whore in the bedroom I would find someone who would. Being a whore in the bedroom are her words as she told me shortly after we were married that she wanted to be a lady outside of the bedroom, but a whore in the bedroom dot I told, and that she needed to be taught how to once again be a whore in the bedroom, but that because she had over the years pulled back the sexual boundaries we once had that these lessons would be from other men. I knew that if we tried to become more adventurous and then objected to something that I was doing to her that I would slow down or stop because I loved her while a stranger would likely say, Come on, baby, you can take it, and keep going, and would not be as free with a stranger to impose her boundaries, because in traveled out of town on business about every six weeks we decided that her lessons would be during these trips. Most of her trips started early in the week, and she would be home late Friday afternoon or evening. I told her that I would pack a kit of the items to be used for each lesson along with a video camera and an instruction letter she was to give the man she selected. For this trip, I told and that she was not to read the letter or open the kit unless the man she selected allowed her to do so. So as not to interfere with her job, and would extend her trip for an additional night at our expense and tell her company that an old college friend, 
etc. lived in the town she was visiting. The additional night would be lesson night. About a month after her first lesson trip and came home and told me that she had to go to Chicago in about two weeks. I told her I would get her travel kit and the letter ready. And knew from her experiences on her first trip that her lesson would be based on things we used to do in the past with a few extra kinks thrown in.as on her first trip. I told and that she was to find a guy on Friday night and flirt with him for a while making it clear that he could have he if he wanted her. She was to fix her hair and makeup, dress up in garter and hose, CFM heels, top and short skirt, and when she had picked the guy, tell him about how she wanted whore lessons and give him the letter, let him read it, and ask him if he was willing to do what the letter said. If he agreed, she was to do whatever he wanted for the rest of the night and into the middle of the next day except that she had to video the encounter and he had to use a condom whenever he was in her pussy or ass. The letter I gave her read as follows. If and has given you this letter then things have progressed pretty far and she wants you to use her and fuck her. And is my wife and she has agreed that she needs to be trained to be more of a whore in the bedroom. She is yours for the night provided that you allow her to video your session and use a condom when you are in her pussy or ass. Other than that she is yours to do with as you see fit but you must at least do the things listed in this letter to her and does not like to swallow cum nor does she like cum on her face. During the course of things you must come in her mouth and make her swallow. If you come on her face leave it there for a while and then make her scoop it up with her fingers and lick her fingers clean. There is a toy kit in N's luggage. In the kit is a tube of sex lube, condoms, an inflatable butt plug, an inflatable dildo, a large vibrator, a ball gag, handcuffs and assorted lengths of rope. When we did the things you are going to do with, and she did not need to be restrained but as I want you to push her limits further than she let me the restraints are there if you need them. Because I love and I was reluctant to push her limits, and would usually back off when she wanted to stop or slow down. You, on the other hand, have no emotional attachment to and and hopefully all she is to you is an attractive woman with whom you are going to engage in hot kinky sex during the course of the night and may object to certain things you are doing and she will carry on and try to talk you out of it but do not take no for an answer and understands that she cannot say no except for violations of the video and condom rules or to any activity that would permanently hurt or mark her and used to be very hot in bed and I hope her training gets her back to that state. She is your slut for tonight so make good use of her. When it gets hot she likes the side of her neck, below her ear, licked and kissed. If she really is getting into it you can lick her ear also. Another of her erogenous zones is the pussy hair above her clit. When it gets close to coming she will run her fingers through that part of her bush and she gets off on having that done to her dot okay. Now for the things you are to do to N. 1. Lube up the butt plug and insert it into Anne's ass. Next, lube up the inflatable dildo and put it into Anne's pussy. Turn the vibrator and the butt plug to a low setting and close the valves on the inflation bulbs. Give each bulb three pumps to get things started and then let and get used to the size. Continue pumping and slowly increase the speed of the vibrator. Around five pumps and will start to whine and complain but keep on going but give her some breaks and or let some air out as needed. The most she ever took when we did this was seven pumps in her ass and seven in her pussy. I want you to get her to ten pumps in both her ass and pussy. Keep track of the pumps. If you let any air out you may want to completely deflate that toy and then start counting from zero.
Once you reach ten pumps in each toy, leave the toys inflated inside of her until she comes. If she does not come a few minutes after you reach the maximum, fuck her mouth until you come and be sure she swallows point two. Fuck her with the large vibrator and make her fuck herself with it. It will be a struggle to get it in and then will say it feels like you are pulling her insides out when you make an outstroke. Just keep going and restrain her if you have to. Fuck into orgasm with the large vibrator and once she has come take it out and put it on a chair or other hard surface. Tell and to get on top of it and fuck herself to another orgasm with it. When we used this toy and was able to get about seven inches of it inside her. If you get her to take more that's great but not absolutely necessary. Otherwise you can fuck and in any of her holes provided you use a condom when in her ass or pussy. Remember, and has selected you and she is your fuck toy for this evening and tomorrow morning. You are not making love to her, you are using her and fucking her. The guy and was sitting with at the bar to whom she had given the letter took a deep breath and asked if she was sure she wanted to do this. She responded by asking him if was capable of doing everything to her the letter said. He asked her again if she was sure and whether she had read the letter, and said that she had not read the letter and was not supposed to see unless he showed it to her, and again asked if the guy could do the things described in the letter, and he smiled and said, Hell yeah, I'll make sure you get everything you want and more. Now that they were both in agreement as to what was to happen between them the guy paid the check and he and and walked out of the bar and took the elevator up to her room. She said he took her hand as they walked down the hall to her room and politely escorted her inside. For those of you who have not read part one or forgotten the description of Anne, she is five feet two inches tall and weighs 115 pounds. She has brown hair and eyes. Her breasts are a natural B-cup and she has a very, very thin waist which gives her a classic hourglass figure and an ass to die for. Although I had talked her into shaving her pussy a couple of times in the past she has in recent years kept a full bush. We never had children so her pussy is still nice and tight. And does not have any tramp stamps or piercings. The guy she selected, who I saw on the video she brought home, was about 6 feet 2 inches and about 210 pounds. He looked like he worked out and had pretty well-defined arms, chest and abs. He had black hair and was clean-shaven. He was an executive for some company, and he had an air of confidence about him which made him the perfect choice to administer the lesson to N. His name was Frank and he was divorced and unattached at the moment, so he was horny as it had been a while since he had sex. For those of you into impossibly large, humongous, fire-hose-sized cocks, sorry, he was around six or seven inches. Once in the room and said Frank hugged her firmly and kissed her on the neck. She looked up wanting him to kiss her on the lips, but he said, Sorry, baby, the first place you are going to kiss me is on my cock. I would have loved to have heard that exchange, but, and had not had a chance to turn on the video camera. Once she got the camera on, Frank told her to get the toy kit I had prepared and to open it and put the items out on the bed. The look on Anne's face as she saw the items in the kit was one of apprehension as she did not need to see the letter to know what was in store for her. Frank next told and to strip and she took off her blouse and skirt and laid them on top of her suitcase. And was not wearing a bra or panties and was left with only a garter belt, black hose and black shoes on. Frank told her to slowly turn around for him so he could see all of her. As she did he stepped up behind her and ran his hands over her body, evaluating her tits, ass and pussy. 
He gave her a slap on the ass and told her to go and use the bathroom because, as he put it, she would be pretty full very soon. When in return from the bathroom Frank was already naked and he took her hand and led her over to the bed and positioned her lying on her back with her head off of one side of the bed. Frank stepped up to Anne's face, put his already semi-hard cock into her mouth and said, Time for that first kiss, baby. And started to suck and Frank got fully hard almost immediately. He started to saw in and out of her mouth and was quickly moving into and out of her throat due to both Anne's ability to deep throat reasonably sized cocks and the position her head was in. This is another example of the difference between my doing things to Anne and a stranger. When Anne gives me a blow job she usually controls the depth of penetration and works up to the deep throat part at her pace. With Frank, there was no warm-up period. He was in her mouth, a few strokes and then into her throat. Frank continued to fuck Anne's mouth for a few minutes and the frequency and intensity of his groans increased. And meanwhile, was making the most delightful gurgling and sucking noises. Frank was right at the edge and he looked down at Anne and said, Your husband's letter said that you do not like to swallow cum and that I should make you do it but don't worry about the swallowing part because I am going to come as deep in your throat as I can get so it will go right into your stomach. With that Frank pushed all the way down Anne's throat and started to ejaculate. When she felt the first spurt and stiffened and her hands grabbed at the bed covers while her back came up a bit off of the bed. Frank stayed in Anne's mouth as he softened and told her to suck his cock as he withdrew so she would get every last drop of his cum they rested for a few minutes, and then Frank announced that it was time for the main event. I could see and shudder as the impact of these words hit her. Frank positioned and on the bed in the doggy position, pushed her shoulders down, and started to lube her ass. He put first one, then two and finally three fingers into her ass and then added more lube to the inflatable but plug. He positioned it at her opening and said, Push back, sweetie, you need to get this inside of you. And pushed back and Frank just held the butt plug in the same position. He made no effort to help and get it in or to push the thick part past the ring of her asshole. And was getting quite a workout from pushing back for so long and finally she grunted and pushed back hard and the fat part of the plug made its way past her sphincter and seated itself in her ass. This is again another difference in how a significant other and a stranger handled the same task. When in and I would play with a but plug I would let her set the pace and work with her to help get it into her comfortably. Usually she would be lying on her side with one leg drawn up. Compare that to the humiliating ass-up position Frank put her in, and then making her force the plug into her own ass by fucking herself back on it until it was in place. Frank then told and to roll over on her back and he started to play with her pussy. He remarked about how wet it was but decided to use some extra lube anyway because, as he put it, the dildo was going to be in there for quite a while. Once he had both toys in place, Frank told and what he was going to do. He told her that the letter said that her previous maximums for pumps were seven but that her husband wanted him to take her to ten, and quivered at these words and would have rolled into the fetal position had Frank not stopped her. Frank left, and for a moment— and retrieved the ball gag and restraints from the other bed. He asked her if she thought she would need to be quieted or restrained as doing so now would lessen the time she had the inflated toys inside of her if he had to do it later, and said that when we played this way that she was not restrained although she acknowledged that she was going into uncharted territory as far as the degree of inflation was concerned. 
She opted not to be restrained or gagged although she looked at the ball gag closely as it was a new toy as I had not previously used one on her. Okay, let's get started, Frank said as he switched on the vibrator and the butt plug and set it for low. He told Annette he would start with three pumps on each and that she was to tell him whether he was to start with her ass or her pussy. If she did not make a choice he said that he would do the pumps simultaneously. I could see Anne's eyes dart back and forth as though she were trying to figure a way out of this. Frank nudged her and said, I'm waiting. When Anne still said nothing Frank said, I guess it is simultaneous. And when Anne heard this she quickly blurted out, No start with my ass. Frank pumped the bulb for her ass three times making sure to maximize the size of each pump and groaned as the butt plug expanded inside of her. Frank let her alone for thirty seconds, and then gave three pumps to the inflatable dildo in her pussy. You could see from the expression on Anne's face and the way she moved that she was already a bit uncomfortable even though there was still a long way to go. Frank put down the inflation bulbs and started to play with Anne's nipples and to rub her clit. She began to respond a bit although the stimulation was not enough to overcome all of her discomfort. In a few minutes and had grown used to the size of the toys deep inside of her, and sensing this Frank asked if she was ready for round two. He told her the second round would also be three pumps each. And trembled at his words and asked if she had to choose and he said that she did. And thought about it for a moment and said, Pussy. No sooner was the word out of her mouth than was Frank pumping away. He only gave her a moment to rest before he put three pumps into the toy in her ass as well and cried out and said, The toys are too big. I cannot take any more. Frank said that she had to take four more pumps in each toy and when and heard this she tried to get off the bed and away from Frank. Frank grabbed her around the waist and because he was ten inches taller and almost one hundred pounds heavier it was no contest. He got in back on the bed on her back and said, Well I guess you do need to be restrained after all. And begged and pleaded for Frank not to tie her but Frank was having none of it. He took some of the ropes I had put into the kit and tied a loop around each of Anne's ankles and tied her legs spread wide apart to the bottom corners of the bed. One benefit of all of these activities for Anne was that it took her mind off of the two growing invaders in her nether regions and gave her time to better get used to their new size. The downside, however, was that it was always more difficult for Anne to reach orgasm when her legs were held wide open. No matter what was between her legs and always squeezed and rubbed her thighs together while working her way up to an orgasm and really clamped them together while she was coming. Frank did not know this as in the letter I only told him some things that helped to turn and on. After tying her legs Frank sat back and said, Do I need to tie your hands and gag you as well? Anne's eyes grew wide as she contemplated how much more she would not be in control if her hands were tied and she was gagged. It was bad enough having her legs tied open but also having her hands tied and being gagged would give her no control over what this stranger did to her, as if she had much control anyway, and said, No, you don't have to tie my hands or gag me, I'll be good, just be gentle the rest of the way. Okay, for the next round you get one pump each to get you to the maximum you have had before with your husband, where do you want it first? Frank asked, and let out a deep breath and meekly said, ass. Frank obliged and quickly put another shot of air into the toy in her ass and in the one in her pussy. Even though she was now inflated to her previous maximum, and did not react too badly as it was only one pump of air each instead of three as in the previous rounds. 
Nevertheless, she felt extremely full and did not see how she could ever take three more pumps. Frank again played briefly with her nipples and clit, and that seemed to relax her a little. Okay, time to move into uncharted territory, Frank said, and started to beg and plead. Please don't make me take any more. My pussy and ass feel like they are going to explode. I cannot take any more, and cried. Frank told her that for the next pump she was to do the pumping. He pulled her hands down and put an inflation bulb into each and told her the one in her right hand was for her pussy and the one in her left hand was for her ass, and shook her head from side to side and said, No, no, I can't do it. I can't take any more. Frank said, If you are not going to use your hands to pump you do not need them and I may as well tie them to the bed. And continued to cry and beg and plead and Frank finally took the ball gag and put it in her mouth and tightened the strap behind her head. Now all you could make out were unintelligible sounds but and continued to be vocal. Frank said, One more chance, do you want to pump? And then went rigid and continued to try to talk through the gag. Frank told and that she had ten seconds to start to pump and counted down from ten. When she had not moved her hands to the inflation bulbs by the time he reached zero, he took the handcuffs, cuffed her hands together, and tied her hands above her head. You could now really see the fear and panic on Anne's face as she realized that this stranger was going to continue to expand the toys inside of her, and that she was now truly powerless to do anything about it, and started to sob quietly while she awaited her fate. She did not have long to wait. Frank took the bulbs and said, You know, this is taking too long. I am going to give you the remaining three pumps all at the same time and since I did not notice which bulb goes to which toy when I pick them up I am just going to pump the one in my right hand first and see which toy grows. And started to thrash around on the bed and Frank put his left hand on her stomach and said, Be still. He gave her three quick pumps with his right hand and as he saw a slight rise under her bush he knew that he had pumped the toy in her pussy and lurched up on the bed as best she could being restrained the way that she was and let out a cry that was loud even though she was gagged. Her whole body trembled and was covered with a light sheen of perspiration as she continued to moan and cry. Frank gave her a minute and then said, Time to finish the job. He quickly put the final three pumps into the toy in her ass, and must have been exhausted by this point because she did not react as violently as she had to the pumps to her pussy. All she did was to shake her head from side to side and cry out loudly. Frank turned up the vibrator in the butt plug to its maximum and sat back to admire his handiwork, and just lay limply on the bed as if all of the fight had been drained out of her. After a few minutes and had pretty much quieted down, and Frank took a chance and took out her gag. He told her that the toys would stay in her fully inflated until either she had an orgasm from the vibrator in her butt or she sucked him off and swallowed every drop and told Frank that she had always had trouble coming when her legs were tied apart, and that she could hardly feel the vibrator because of the size of the balloon that surrounded it. Frank smiled and said, That's okay, I never turned down a blowjob from a pretty lady. Frank then untied and uncuffed Anne's hands so he would have better access to her mouth. He straddled her chest, looked down at her, and told her that she would have to ask him to fuck her mouth and tell him that she wanted to swallow his cum even though, and his vocal in bed with moans and assorted groans she was never one to say things like, Fuck my brains out. I knew doing what Frank wanted would be out of character for her. 
and just lay on the bed with Frank's cock just inches from her mouth and said nothing. Frank looked down at her and said, Well? When and still said nothing Frank reached behind him and took one of the inflation bulbs and told, and that the letter had suggested ten pumps but said nothing about not going beyond ten, and started to plead and tell Frank that she could not take any more air in the toys and he said, Then you know what you have to do, and blinked away the tears in her eyes and quietly said, Please, Frank, fuck my mouth and make me swallow your cum. Frank told her that he did not hear her and that she would have to repeat what she said, and took a deep breath and repeated her entreaty, and Frank told her that she could do better, and took another deep breath and then virtually screamed for Frank to fuck her mouth and make her swallow his cum. His cock was in her mouth before she got the last word out of her mouth. Because Frank had already come earlier he was able to last and then had to work for several minutes to get him close to orgasm. When he was close Frank pulled out of Anne's mouth and said, Keep your mouth open. I am going to shoot on your tongue. This would again be a new experience for and as when I came in her mouth I was always inside of it and not shooting in from the outside. And did as Frank told her and a minute later he shot five good shots of cum onto Anne's tongue. Frank told and to close her mouth and keep the cum there, and he took his cock and squeezed the last few drops of cum out, and wiped them over her cheeks and lips. He told her to swallow, and she did knowing that her reward would be to have the toys deflated and removed from her orifices. Frank made quick work of deflating and removing the toys and then barely moved and was silent during the process, with her body empty of the toys and rolled over and fell asleep. As it was nearly 4 a.m. Frank lay down next to her and did the same. Frank woke up first at about 9 a.m. and went to shower, and was just stirring when he came out of the bathroom, and when he saw she was awake Frank walked over to her, ran his hand through her hair and kissed her on the lips, and smiled and said, Not bad for our second kiss. I saw that as a good sign because despite what she had been through the night before and had not lost her sense of humor. Frank told and to get cleaned up and that he would order breakfast. He told her to keep the bathroom door open so the room service guy could see her naked. For and this again would be new territory as using our hot tub naked was as close as she got to being exposed to people. And was standing in front of the bathroom mirror fixing her hair when there was a knock on the door. Frank opened the door and then could see the room service guy look at her as he went past the bathroom door. Frank had the guy set up their breakfast on the table, and while he was doing that the guy got a good look at the sex toys that were still on the other bed. Frank fumbled around pretending to go through his pockets to find the guy a tip and, of course, found nothing. He called out to and asking if she had any small bills to tip the guy, and she told Frank to look in her purse. Frank replied that he was not comfortable looking in her purse, as they had only just met the night before. This made in status very clear to the room service guy. Frank insisted that and come out and find a tip for the guy and he met her as she came out of the bathroom door and took away the towel she had wrapped around herself saying, You won't be needing this. And was totally mortified and you could see her getting red from embarrassment on the video as she stood naked while going through her purse in front of another stranger who was not only looking her up and down but who had seen the sex toys that had and would be used on her and who knew that she and her current male companion had only just met the night before, and eventually found a couple of bills and Frank had her give them to the guy. While she was standing in front of the room service guy Frank walked up behind her and grabbed both her arms and held her tightly. 
he said to the room service guy. Go ahead, have some fun, she wants it. The guy, his name was Jack according to his name tag, reached out and played with Anne's nipples and her breasts. Despite her embarrassment and the fact that she was essentially being forced to let herself be groped, Anne's nipples hardened. Jack then turned his attention to her pussy and ran his hands through Anne's lush bush. He was surprised to feel that and was wet, but she had not had an orgasm during any of the things she did with Frank the night before, and she was very horny. Jack put one then two fingers into Anne's pussy and started to finger her vigorously, and started to hump back against his fingers and as she got weak in the knees it was a good thing that Frank continued to hold her. The fingering continued for a few minutes and Anne was moaning louder and louder. She finally came on Jack's hand and trembled for a few moments as her orgasm subsided. Frank told Anne, Suck his fingers clean, and dropped to her knees and without embarrassment. After all, how can you be embarrassed after a guy has seen you naked, groped you and fingered you to an orgasm? She took each of his fingers into her mouth and licked them clean. This was something that and would do with me and she always told me that her pussy tasted sweet which it does and is one of the things that makes me able to eat her to multiple orgasms. Jack excused himself and Anne and Frank had breakfast with and, of course, remaining naked. During breakfast Frank reminded and that they had one more toy to play with before he left but that she was going to fuck him before that. His choice of words was interesting but I did not realize exactly what he meant until he put and on her knees and had her suck him to a full erection. Frank then had and put a condom on him, and he lay down on the bed and said to her, Get up here, you have some fucking to do, and got up over Frank, positioned his cock at her pussy and slowly lowered herself down taking its full length deep inside of her. He told her that she was going to do all of the work and she started to slowly move her hips up and down, and got going pretty good, and you could hear the sloshing of her wetness on the video with each stroke. As Frank had come twice in the last few hours his stamina was back and he was able to delay his orgasm for nearly thirty minutes. And on the other hand, had only had a small orgasm when Jack fingered her, and she went wild. On the video you could hear her say, I'm coming, I'm coming, at least five separate times and as she always has a number of smaller secondary orgasms after most major orgasms, I knew that she got quite a workout both from the orgasms as well as from having to work to bounce up and down on Frank's cock for so long. After Frank came he told and to take off the condom and drain his cum into her mouth. And was appalled but eventually did it when Frank pointed out that the sooner they finished the sooner she would be on her way home. The fucking over that left one more scene for Frank to enact within. Frank told and to get the large vibrator, the one that was supposedly modeled after a porn star's cock. She trudged over to the other bed and returned with the toy and some loo. Frank told her that the letter said that he should fuck her to orgasm with it, and then make her fuck herself to a second orgasm with the toy affixed to a hard chair by the suction cup at its base. Frank chuckled and said, I bet you are going to have to work pretty hard to come twice more after coming as much as you did while riding my cock, and never realized the consequences of coming as much as she did while riding Frank's cock as all she was thinking about was to get some needed relief after not having an orgasm during last night's session. Frank knew exactly what he was doing as he held himself off for as long as he did during the fucking giving an ample time and opportunity to come and now and had to come twice more to be allowed to leave for home. Frank told and Lie down on the bed and put a pillow under your ass. He fingered her cunt 
and pushed in a fair amount of lube. He then put the head of the vibrator between her pussy lips and started to push it in. Despite having had her pussy stretched by the inflatable toy the night before and Frank's cock just a while ago it was slow going, and panted as if she were in childbirth as she struggled to accommodate the huge toy being pushed inside of her. After some persistence the toy was lodged as far as it would go in N's cunt. Frank smiled and said, Get ready to feel your insides being pulled out. And knew what she was going to feel as she had complained about that feeling when I fucked her with the same toy. Frank slowly pulled the vibrator out and then quivered and said, Oh my God! He pushed it back in and then pulled it out again. And tried hard to stay as calm as possible, but the vibrator did look as if it was pulling her insides out and would moan, beg Frank to stop and pound her fists on the bed. Nothing she did stopped Frank from pumping the toy in and out of her. After about ten minutes of having the toy shoved in and pulled out of her, Anne's cunt began to loosen up and she began to feel the faint stirrings of an orgasm. Even so, it took her another ten minutes to reach orgasm. When I next look at the video I want to count the number of strokes Frank gave her with the vibrator but it has to be well into the hundreds. Once and had come down from her orgasm, Frank pulled the vibrator out of her and said, Okay, baby, just one more orgasm and you are done. Frank pulled out the wooden desk chair and mounted the vibrator on it with the suction cup at its base. He turned to Anne and said, Saddle up. By this time having had an orgasm at the hands of Jack, numerous orgasms while fucking Frank and another while Frank fucked her with the vibrator, and knew that she would have to work hard to wring one more orgasm out of her tired and used body. She reluctantly padded over to the chair, straddled it with her legs, lined up the head of the vibrator with her cunt, and lowered herself down. She immediately realized that if she let herself down all the way that the vibrator would reach deeper inside of her than it or anything else had before. As I mentioned earlier, the vibrator was about ten inches long with a diameter of over two and a half inches. When I had used it on, and she had taken maybe seven inches and it did not look like Frank had gotten any more of it into her earlier, and started to slowly and carefully fuck herself with the vibrator always taking care not to go too low. Unfortunately time was not on and side as it was going to take some doing for her to have another orgasm. She fucked the vibrator up and down for about ten minutes when the first moan escaped her lips. It took another five minutes before her breathing quickened and although she was starting to get warmed up you could tell she was getting tired. Her legs were feeling the strain of first having to fuck Frank and now having to fuck herself with the vibrator. And continued on like a trooper but it was growing increasingly clear that she would have to sit down on the chair for a break soon to take the strain off of her legs. She tried easing herself down gently but as the toy got to new depths she would get a second wind and spring up quickly. Can I get off this thing and take a break? And asked Frank. No, you have to stay on until you come. Frank replied, and whimpered at his response and went back to trying to get herself off. She continued to move herself up and down on the monster that was between her legs, but she was clearly running out of gas. Fortunately, she was also getting closer to having an orgasm, and continued pumping and on one of the upstrokes she came violently. Her orgasm caused her legs to finally give out, and she collapsed on the chair taking the remaining length of the vibrator into her tired body. Having the toy reach its full depth caused and to have another more violent orgasm and if Frank had not held her up she might have fallen off of the chair, and just sat there for a few minutes with the ten inches of the vibrator buzzing in her cunt. 
She looked down at where it disappeared into her and said, Wow, I did take all of it. Frank asked, Do you need help getting up? And said, Just let me sit here for a few minutes. She found the control for the vibrator, increased it to maximum, and just sat there taking in all of the stimulation. Amazingly, she had another earth-shattering climax a few minutes later, and as she came she pulled her knees up towards her chest taking her feet off of the floor leaving her perched on only the vibrator meaning that if there was any length outside of her it was now fully in her. Frank helped and off of the chair and she went to get cleaned up. While she was in the shower Frank got his stuff together and when and came out he told her he waited because he wanted a goodbye kiss. She asked him if he wanted a kiss like their first or their second and he said, Both. They French kissed for a few minutes and then, and dropped to her knees in front of Frank and sucked him off. She swallowed without any prompting from Frank and even sucked the last few drops of cum out of his dick. She swallowed those as well and then wiped his dick over her face to dry it off, and came home in a better mood than after her first experience because this time she had come many, many times. And also appeared to be learning from her experiences because since she has been home she has always swallowed my cum and I have used all of the toys on her a couple of times without her complaining or whining. Once she even put in the last two pumps on the inflatable toys in her ass and cunt without any prompting from me. I think that she is well on her way back to being the whore in the bedroom that she was earlier in our marriage and look forward to her next out of town trip. Chapter 03 for a full background readers should review chapters 1 and 2 before reading this chapter. This is the story of how my wife and, who used to be sexually adventurous, became more and more conservative, and how I set out to change things back to and beyond where they were. As I described in chapter 1, over the years and had become more plain vanilla as far as sex went. The adventurous woman I described earlier had seemingly left the building along with Elvis vibrators, if we used them at all were smallish and used mostly on her clit. We began to argue more and more about sex and I eventually told, and that if she were not willing to again be a whore in the bedroom I would find someone who would. Whore in the bedroom, are her words as she told me shortly after we were married that she thought an ideal wife was a lady outside of the bedroom, but a whore in the bedroom dot I told, and that she needed to be taught how to once again be a whore in the bedroom but that because she had over the years pulled back the sexual boundaries we once had that these lessons would be from other men. I knew that if we tried to become more adventurous and then objected to something that I was doing to her that I would slow down or stop because I loved her while a stranger would likely not stop and say something like, Come on, baby, you can take it! and would not be as free with a stranger to impose her boundaries and would be taken beyond those limits because and went out of town for three or four days at a time in her job about every six weeks we decided that her lessons would be during these trips. I would pack her a kit of the items to be used for each lesson along with a video camera and an instruction letter she was to give the man she selected, so as not to interfere with her job, and would extend her trip for an additional night at our expense and tell her company that an old college friend, etc. lived in the town she was visiting. The additional night would be lesson night dot on each of her first two trips and engaged in activities with other men that we had done together earlier in our marriage such as having her pussy lightly flogged to orgasm, filling her ass and pussy with ice and then getting fucked when it melted, anal sex, having her ass and pussy stuffed with inflatable toys that were then inflated beyond her previous maximums, 
being fucked with a porn star-sized vibrator and playing old fucking and sucking, and was also exposed to a room service waiter by one of the men and forced to endure being groped and fingered by him to orgasm. She also swallowed more cum than she had in a long time with me, because of these experiences and was gradually returning to the sexually adventurous woman she had been earlier in our marriage. However, I told her when we started this that her training would encompass both things we had done as well as new things that she had not experienced before. I decided that on her third trip it was time for some more of those new things. And then I had talked a lot about what happened on her first two trips and watched the videos she brought back numerous times. It was a terrific turn-on for both of us, but we realized that we had been risky in what we had her do with strangers and lucky that none of them had harmed her and admitted that she was scared at times during each of the previous encounters but said that the fear in her stomach had actually turned her on more than she would have normally been. She also said that she now realized that it was best to have strangers with whom she had no prior relationship do her training because she realized how easy it was for her to say, stop, or slow down, to me. As inexperienced in her first two sessions, strangers did not listen nearly as well to stop, or slow down. As I mentioned in an earlier chapter, I had often stuffed and with a vibrator in her ass and pussy and then fucked her mouth. I had also fucked her ass while she had a vibrator in her pussy and vice versa. She really got off on having two or all three of her holes filled but never agreed to take the next step and to have a threesome or more some. That was about to change as I told her that on her next trip she was to have sex with a group of guys and gave me a concerned look and said that she would be afraid to be with a group of men because she would really be at their mercy. She explained that she always found men to be competitive when they were with other men especially around women, and that she was afraid that the guys would try to one-up each other at the expense of her pussy, ass and mouth. She also said that it would be harder for her to find a group of guys, and said that in any group there would be at least one guy that she would not be 100% comfortable with but that she would have to take him or turn down the whole group. She also pointed out that she only had one night to do this at the end of her trip so she would have limited time to find and recruit more than one guy. I was a bit surprised that her objections were not to a group but to what might potentially go wrong so I asked her if she was comfortable with taking on a group of men. And said, A few months ago before we started this I would have told you no effin' way. Since then I have been fucked and more by two strangers so I am no longer the faithful wife I once was and as we both want me to be a whore in the bedroom and you obviously want the next step for me to be with a group of men and I agreed to do this to improve our relationship I am willing to give it a shot. I told them that I had a solution to her concerns and that was that I would be one of the guys in the group. I told her that I had always wanted to get her into a threesome foursome, etc., and that I was damn well going to participate in her first one, and was silent for a moment, and then said that my participation would make her feel better, but she asked what I would do if she asked the guys to stop or slow down, and they keep going. I told her that I would follow the lead of the other men and would only intervene if they wanted to do something that would permanently hurt or mark her or violated the condom, video, or other rules. As far as fucking, Sucking and other sex she was on her own and she would have to take whatever they, and I, dished out, and thought over what I said for a few seconds and said she thought it was a good idea. 
She said she would definitely be more comfortable with me in the group and that if I was going to let the other men take the lead that she would still be used as a whore which was the whole point of her training. We talked a bit more about the details of how to make this happen and decided that we should use the letter routine again. I would write a letter for her and that she would give to the men that she picked that she would say was from her husband. It would outline what was to be done to and with her and refer to a kit of toys that she had that they were to use on her. She would also tell the other guys that she had met a man at lunch, me, and wanted him to also be part of the group that would fuck her. Once it looked like and had the rest of the guys lined up she would call me on her cell and ask me to come down to the hotel bar. We planned on getting separate rooms in the hotel so that none of my stuff would be in her room and we would take out any pictures, etc. we had of each other in our wallets so that there would not be any way to link us together as and had kept her maiden name after we married doubt we took these precautions because my standing to intervene would be compromised if I were thought to be a cuckled husband. If I was just another of the guys I would be able to say, Hey, that's not the deal. If one of the other guys went too far. Alternatively, if and started to yell about being seriously hurt or assaulted I could grab the offending guy, get in his face and say, and knock it off asshole. I am here for a night of fun and do not want to wind up in jail because of you. I would still be outnumbered but the more tools I had to keep everyone on the reservation, the better. While on the subject, I do not consider myself a cuck. Admittedly I get off on having other men do things to my wife but those things are generally my idea, not hers. She is not telling me to stay at home and keep my hands off of my little dick while she goes out and fucks other guys and brings me a cream pie. There will never be a cream pie because we firmly believe in safe sex and any time anyone other than me comes in her ass or pussy they will be wearing a condom. What I get from all of this is a better sex partner with whom to share my bed at home. Anne's new outlook has also caused her to agree to swapping and last weekend traded with an attractive couple who live near to us. But that is another story. Looks like I will be getting a lot of sex from my newly sexually open wife and other women as well. If that makes one a cuck I think most guys would ask. Where do I sign up? For those of you who have not read chapter 1 or 2 or forgotten the description of Anne, she is 5 feet 2 inches tall and weighs 115 pounds. She has brown eyes and medium-length brown hair that at times looks reddish in certain light. There must be some redhead in there somewhere because Anne's skin is very white and she has a lot of reddish freckles on her tits and shoulders. Her breasts are a natural cup topped with light brown slash pinkish nipples which get about a half an inch long when she is aroused, and has a very, very thin waist which gives her a classic hourglass figure and an ass to die for. Although I had talked her into shaving her pussy a couple of times in the past she has in recent years kept a full bush, and does not have any tattoos or piercings. We never had children so her pussy is still nice and tight and of course she does not have stretch marks and had a business trip coming up in about a month and we decided that, as before, she would extend her stay by an additional day giving her time to take care of her job responsibilities and leave her free for fun on the extra day. Fortunately for our wallet this trip was to a city only a little over a two-hour drive from where we lived and as her company did not permit employees to fly unless the trip was over 200 miles and would be driving out Tuesday morning and did not mind driving and said that she would also avoid the hassle of having to check the bag with her toy kit to avoid having to answer embarrassing questions from the TSA folks at the airport. 
I would take our other car and drive up on Friday morning and we would meet for lunch so that and would be telling the truth when she told the other men that she had met a guy for lunch that she wanted to include in the group. All that was left to do was to write the letter and put the toy kit together. As Anne had already picked up a guy on each of her prior trips we did not need to talk about how she should dress or act to do that but we did talk about various ways she could recruit a group of guys. I suggested that and make eye contact with a guy in her target group, smile, and if he smiled back then walk over to the group and ask if she could join them. She thought this would be too aggressive for her but said she would keep it in mind as a fallback strategy, and said what she thought she would do is to make eye contact, smile and exchange glances towards one guy in a group and hope that he eventually came over to her while she was sitting at the bar. If he did she could talk and flirt with him for a while. If she liked him and things were going well she could suggest that they go back and sit with his friends or wait for his invitation to do so. She would talk with his friends and see if she was comfortable in recruiting them to gang bang her. If she was, she would tell them the story of how she had gotten too conservative in bed for her husband's tastes and how he had convinced her that she needed to learn how to be more of a whore and that the best way for that to happen was for her to find other men to handle her whore training dot if they reacted positively as if there were a group of guys that would not to a petite, attractive woman making such an offer, and would say that they had to agree to let her video what they did and that. They had to wear a condom if they were in her pussy or ass. She would also tell them that she had met a guy at lunch who she wanted to include in the group. After giving them a few seconds and would take out the letter, give it to them and explain that the letter was from her husband and detailed what he wanted to see done to her. Once they finished reading the letter she would ask if they were okay with the conditions and limits in the letter, and if they were they would be off to her room. The letter I gave her read as follows. If and has given you this letter then things have progressed pretty far and she wants you to use her and fuck her. And is my wife and she has agreed that she needs to be trained to be more of a whore in the bedroom. She is yours for the night provided that you allow her session with you to be videotaped and use a condom when you are in her pussy or ass. Other than that she is yours to do with as you see fit, but you must at least do the things listed in this letter to her, and understands and has agreed that once the door to her room closes with all of you inside she is not allowed to say, no, to anything other than violations of the video and condom rules or activities that could cause permanent injury or damage to her or result in her being permanently marked. Scat and water sports are also off limits. There is a toy kit in Anne's luggage. The kit contains a large tube of sex lube, a blindfold, condoms, a vibrator, a ball gag, handcuffs, a ping-pong paddle and assorted lengths of rope. You should not have to restrain and but the restraints are there if you need them because some parts of this experience will be new to her in many ways. Because I love and I was reluctant to push her limits and would usually back off when she wanted to stop or slow down when we were having sex. You, on the other hand, have no emotional attachment to and then hopefully all she is to you is an attractive woman with whom you are going to engage in hot kinky sex during the course of the night and may object to certain things you are doing and she will carry on and try to talk you out of it but do not take no for an answer and used to be very hot in bed and I hope her training gets her back to that state. She is your slut for tonight so make good use of her. When it gets hot she likes the side of her neck, below her ear, licked and kissed. If she really is getting into it, you can lick her ear also. Another of her erogenous zones is the pussy hair above her clit.
When it gets close to coming she will run her fingers through that part of her bush, and she gets off on having that done to her, and likes to be able to rub her thighs together during sex and says it makes her get off better. She would have a harder time coming if I held her legs apart or tied them open. Keep this in mind as you may want to facilitate her orgasms on some occasions and prolong her weight on others. Okay, now for the things you are to do to N. 1. Put her on her knees and tell her she has two minutes to get to know each of your cocks using only her mouth. If she does not keep her hands away use the handcuffs. Tell N that during the two minutes she is to get to know each of your cocks as after she had sucked everyone she will be blindfolded and then have to identify the owner of each cock again using only her mouth. If she guesses right she will only have to suck off the guy and swallow his cum. If she guesses wrong, the guys she guessed wrong about should put her over their knee or otherwise bend her over and give her ten swats each on her ass with the ping pong paddle. Once she had been paddled she should suck off the guys who she guesses wrong and swallow their cum too, single, double and triple penetrate her. Put her in whatever positions you want and make her take your cocks, with condoms on when in her ass or pussy. Try to find positions where and has to fuck you, make her do the work whenever possible. Her pussy and ass are pretty tight so double anal or double vaginal may not work but if you are into it you can give it a try. Be sure to use lots of lube in N's ass and pussy to keep her comfortable. Remember, N has selected you and she is your fuck toy for this evening and tomorrow morning. You are not making love to her, you are using her and fucking her. I did not show in the letter as I would be participating and that would be her safety margin as opposed to the first session where she knew 100% up front what was going to be done to her. The next few weeks dragged by but it was finally Tuesday morning and then had finished packing her car. I went down to say goodbye and I kissed her deeply. I pulled up her skirt and found she was not wearing panties. I rubbed her cunt and when I went to slip a finger inside of her it slid in without resistance because she was that wet. Hmm, looking forward to Friday night? I said, and replied that she had gotten hornier and hornier as her trip got closer. I waved to her as she pulled away and I could not help but marvel about how far she had come in the last few months. Friday was going to be a big day for both of us, especially her. And and I phoned each other a couple of times during the time she was gone and teased each other about what was going to happen Friday night. Friday morning came not soon enough and I packed my car and left to meet and for lunch and more. As planned, we had lunch together and agreed that she would call me later once she had picked the other guys that were to be in her first gang bang. When we talked about doing this I told and that she should get at least two more guys for our adventure. Any more than that was up to her but I cautioned her that the more guys that there were the longer she would get fucked and have to suck without a break. As in had never been with more than one guy before I found her some gang-bang videos on the internet, so she could see what it might be like. I tried hard to find some that were realistic as opposed to those where some skank covered with tats kept spitting on guys' cocks and moaning inanely. I also found her some stories written from a woman's perspective about what it felt like to be used for hours by a group of guys. And took well to this homework assignment and when I checked her browsing history I saw that she had looked at every video and every story, some of them several times. While definitely not the same as the real thing, looking at the videos and reading the stories at least gave and a preview of what she might expect. N's business meetings took longer than expected on Friday afternoon, and it was almost 9.45 p.m. when she finally got to the hotel bar after freshening up. 
She looked hot in her short skirt and tight top as she maneuvered through the bar on her CFM heels and onto a bar stool where she would be able to cross and uncross her legs playing peek-boo with whichever guy she wanted to notice her lack of panties, and quickly got the attention of three guys who were sitting at a table not far from the bar. After a few minutes of eye contact, glances and smiles one of the guys got up and walked over to the bar and sat down next to Anne. He introduced himself and offered to buy her another drink which she accepted. They talked and flirted for a few minutes before the guy, Tony, asked if she wanted to meet his friends, and said yes, and Tony helped her down off the bar stool and guided her by the elbow as he escorted her over to where his friends were sitting. I was a little surprised that, and had picked a group of three as she had said she would have preferred to start with just three guys including me. She later told me that she was worried because besides these guys there was only one other small group of guys in the bar, and they were not that attractive, and said that she thought that these guys may be her only shot. She also told me that she thought that she could handle more than three guys if she had to because, after all, she had the same equipment as the girls in the videos she had watched. Tony introduced his friends, Bob and Cliff to Anne, and she hugged each of them and did the air kiss routine and sat down with Bob on her left, and Tony slid in on her right. Before moving on, let me describe Anne's new friends. Tony was about six feet three inches tall, broad-shouldered and around two hundred and twenty pounds. He had dirty blonde hair, blue eyes and was clean-shaven. Tony, like every guy doing pickup duty in a bar, claimed to be single despite the lighter line on his ring finger which the wedding ring he had stashed in his pocket normally covered. He and his friends were in town for a conference that was to start with a golf outing Saturday afternoon. Bob was six foot tall and weighed in around 190. He had brown, curly hair, brown eyes and a mustache. Cliff was the smallest of the group, around five feet six inches, and looked to have the lithe, sleek, athletic body type that you would normally find on a gymnast. Turns out he actually was a gymnast in college and now owned a gymnastics school. Cliff had black hair, crew cut, and brown eyes, and never asked whether Bob and Cliff were attached or had significant others and they did not offer that information. Bob was wearing a ring that could have been a wedding band but its design was a bit unusual so it could have been just a piece of jewelry, and was wearing her wedding band and that, coupled with her dress and demeanor, soon had her trio of new friends flashing knowing smiles to each other that they had lucked on to a proverbial hot wife, something they hoped existed but that could have been just an urban legend. Tony ordered another round for the table with and asking for a tonic water and lime while Tony, Bob and Cliff had something more potent, and could tell from the used glasses and the signs on the table promoting the happy hour special of two furs, that Tony, Bob and Cliff were feeling no pain. And and I had not factored into our discussions the possibility that her gang-bang crew could be even more aggressive due to the effects of alcohol, and said that she worried about this for a few minutes but relaxed when Tony, Bob and Cliff acted like they were sane and reasonable, because the sexual tension in the air was already palpable at their table, and said she was not surprised when she felt first Tony, and then Bob place a hand on her thigh, and slowly start to rub higher and higher soon getting above the tops of her stockings. Just as Tony was about to reach in's panty-less pussy and broke the mood and said, Let's talk about the obvious. She told the guys about how she had become less and less adventurous sexually, and how she and her husband had come up with her having these types of encounters as a way to learn to be more of a whore in the bedroom.
she said that she wanted the guys to be part of her next encounter provided they agreed to the three conditions of allowing the session to be videotaped, wore a condom when they were in her pussy or ass and followed the instructions in a letter her husband gave her, and then took out a copy of the letter from her purse and gave it to the guys. They read it and passed it back and forth for a while. When they were done and asked each of them if they agreed to video, condoms and letter instructions and they said that they did, and then told them that she had met another guy for lunch that she wanted as part of the group and if they were okay with it she would call him now. The guys, of course, agreed and then called me on my cell and said to meet her in the bar. I waited about five minutes and made my entrance, walked up to the table, leaned over, gave and a peck on the lips and introduced myself to the guys. I sat down and there was an uncomfortable silence at the table as though everyone was waiting for someone else to say something. Tony broke the silence by announcing that he would take care of the check and went in search of our waiter. Bob asked if I had seen the letter and I said that and had shown it to me at lunch. With the bills settled and got up and we all started to follow her out of the bar. We were halfway out of the bar when we heard a voice from one of the tables we passed calling out Cliff's name. We slowed and looked in the direction of the voice and saw a black guy coming towards Cliff. When Cliff recognized him he opened his arms and they hugged for a few seconds and were clearly happy to see each other. Cliff introduced Gary to the group as someone against whom he competed in college and said that they were together on several AAU gymnastics teams and even made it to the Olympic trials together one year. Gary was just a bit taller than Cliff and still looked like he could pummel a horse or something. Gary and Cliff talked for a minute or two and the whole time Gary was glancing over at and in the other guys that were with her. He seemed to have figured out what was up. Gary moved closer to the rest of us and asked, So where you folks going now? Cliff sort of hemmed and hawed as did Bob. Gary, obviously looking for an invitation to come along, repeated his question and still did not get a coherent answer from anyone. He looked right at Ann and said, Oh, I get it. Some women just do not like black guys. You could tell and was getting uncomfortable as the bar had started to fill back up and we were standing in front of a couple of tables that were full and people were beginning to listen more intently to the conversation we were having, and later told me that she was afraid that because of the way she was dressed and that she was leaving with four guys that everyone in the bar was watching her and would think that she was going to let the four guys she was leaving with all fuck her. Gary could sense her discomfort and continued to press the race angle saying, Okay. Well, why don't you four guys and the lady go ahead and... When and interrupted and said, I don't care if you are black or not. You can join us if you want. And later told me that she thought that Gary was going to finish his sentence by saying something like, Have fun fucking. Or something similar. Just as we turned to continue to leave the bar, the guy Gary was sitting with stood up and called out, Hey, wait, I'd like to go along too. We slowed our pace and he blended into the group and then did not raise any objection nor did anyone else. I later learned that his name was Will. He was about six foot tall, 185 pounds and also black. This was really going to be a night of firsts as and had never had sex with a black guy and now there were two black guys in her first ever gang bang group of six. And was really going from zero to sixty in a big hurry. When I think about this little scene I really see how and is a lady outside of the bedroom but a whore in it. She was leaving a bar dressed provocatively with four guys following her and was leading them up to her room to fuck her but she did not want the other people in the bar to know that. 
She wanted the people in the bar to think of her as a lady rather than as a whore who would soon be spreading her legs for a bunch of guys she just met. Gary and his friend, Will, played that together with the race angle to become part of the evening's fun, and led her now-growing group out of the bar and over to a quieter area of the hotel lobby. She said, We all know what is going on and I was not sure I wanted two more guys but do not want to make a scene so Gary and Will are in. She then gave Gary and Will a crash course in why she was doing this, the condom and video rules and the letter. She gave them another copy of the letter from her purse and when they were done reading it made each of them acknowledge that they would do what it said and adhere to the video and condom rules. My mind was running a hundred miles an hour during this time. I was turned on as hell that and was going to get banged by six guys including me but was worried about things getting out of hand, as if they hadn't already. However, there was nothing I could do except go with the flow and be ready to step in if anyone tried to do anything to truly hurt and or otherwise break the rules and hope that I would not be outnumbered five to one if I did. While my mind was trying to process all of this we made our way to the elevator, up to the correct floor and walked down the hall to N's room. She opened the door and let us in and when the lock clicked behind us we both knew that her fate had been sealed. I knew it better then and because I knew what the letter said about her not being allowed to say, no, to anything other than violations of the video and condom rules or activities that could cause permanent injury or damage to her, and had not yet seen the letter. Tony waited until we were all well inside of Anne's room and said, Okay, let's go over the instructions one more time before we start, and read the letter out loud and blanched and shot me a glance when he read the part about her not being to be able to say, no, to anything except violations of the video and condom rules or to anything that would permanently hurt or damage her or scat or water sports. She cringed when he read the part about the cock ID contest, and that she would be swallowing a load from everyone there. No, no, you can't make me do that. And interrupted. Tony looked at her and said, The deal works both ways. You made us promise that we would follow the video and condom rules and the instructions in the letter, and you are going to do the same thing. And just hung her head and said nothing. Bob suggested that if anyone needed to use the facilities that they do it now before things got going. As in had used her hotel points to get to night free and to upgrade her room she had a suite with a full bath off of the bedroom and a half bath off of the sitting room. That made things easier as and used the main bath and us guys used the one-off of the sitting room. We all reassembled in the sitting room and Bob set up the video camera. Tony, who seemed to have put himself in charge, took and by the hand and helped her up on the coffee table. Tony stepped away and said, Show us what you got, honey. I could see Anne's fingers trembling as she fumbled with the buttons on her top and she finally got them open, slipped it off of her shoulders and handed it to Tony. She next opened the clasp on her push-up bra and her tits popped into view prompting hoots and hollers from the guys. She handed the bra to Tony as well, and rubbed her hands over her tits, and I think she was just doing it to buy a few more moments before being fully exposed to everyone. It had an immediate effect on the guys who urged her on, and I could see the startled look in her eyes when she realized she had been acting like a stripper. She put her hands down at her sides and stood still for a while until Tony said, Finish the job, and paused for a moment, and then undid the button on the side of her short skirt, opened the zipper, and slid the skirt down her legs. When it hit the top of the table, she stepped out of it, and Tony moved it out of the way. 
All of the guys cheered and applauded and I joined Ian. It was hard to read the expression on Anne's face. She was standing there on a coffee table in front of six men, five of them complete strangers, naked except for a garter belt, hose and CFM heels. She had heard what the letter said and knew that her ability to say, no, was very limited. She knew that she was going to get a workout like she never had before, and that she was going to have to fuck and suck and more until these guys were satisfied and done with her. Her expression was a mixture of apprehension, lust, and determination. When I described and I did not talk about her emotional makeup. She is often hard to convince to do something but once she makes up her mind she is one of the most determined people I know. It looked as though Anne knew she would need all of her determination to get through the next couple of hours. Tony turned to the rest of us and said, Okay, let's show and what we have for her. There was a flurry of zippers opening and clothes flying off until there were six naked men standing around and Cliff helped Anne down from the coffee table, took her into his arms and kissed her deeply. When he was finished he said, I wanted to do that before you drank everyone's cum and trembled slightly at his words and her eyes darted back and forth across the array of cocks that would soon be in her mouth and other orifices. Meanwhile Tony had gotten a copy of the letter and reread the first thing that we were to do to Anne. He walked to the center of the room and dropped one of the pillows on the floor. Then in a decent imitation of a game show host he said in a booming voice, Lady and gentlemen, it's time to play name that cock. Our first contestant from room 457 of the Marriott Hotel is, pause for tension to build, and come on over here and kneel down. This cracked everyone up including Anne and she ran to the middle of the room doing her best impression of a ditzy game show contestant grabbing at Tony's arm and jumping up and down. Tony then explained the rules of name that cock, and would have two minutes to suck and otherwise use only her mouth to get to know each of our cocks. She would then be blindfolded and given an additional two minutes with each of us to try to identify the owner of each cock. Tony took and by the elbow and positioned her over the pillow. Neil, he said as he firmly pushed down on her shoulders. The rest of us lined up in the order that and had picked us to participate which meant that I was first, then Tony, Bob, Cliff, Gary and Will. Cliff was wearing a sport watch that we would use for the timing and he said, Ready, set, go and opened her mouth and took my cock into it. She should already know my cock as she had been sucking it since before we were married but she still did a good job of using her lips and tongue to get a feel for the shape of its head and other aspects that she may be able to use to identify it while blindfolded. Time's up. Cliff called and I stepped away from in front of Anne and Tony took my place. Cliff again said, Ready, set, go. And then started to minister to Tony's cock. This process continued until and had had a chance to such each cock for two minutes, because I had gone first and grabbed the chair closest to and I had a good view of and sucking each of the other cocks. Like most straight guys I did not spend a lot of time looking at other men's cocks but when they are in your wife's mouth it is hard not to notice. I thought that and might have a hard time telling some of the cocks apart because, for example, Bob and I were about the same size, we were both cut, and I was just a bit thicker. Gary and Cliff had similar uncut cocks that looked a shade less than 6 inches. Will and Tony were bigger at 7.5 and 8.5 inches respectively, but about the same thickness, and both were cut. Because and could not use her hands, she would have to deep-throat some fairly big cocks to tell the length difference between Tony and Will. 
Tony told them to stand up and put the blindfold on her. He then spun her around a few times, held her and stuck a finger or two into her pussy and worked them in and out until she moaned a little. He then handed her off to another of the guys and she was passed back and forth like that to all of the guys getting fingered and otherwise groped in the process. The last guy, I think it was Bob but we'll have to look at the video again, led her over to the pillow and pushed her down to her knees. Tony gestured to all of us not to talk and pointed at Cliff to go over and stand in front of where and was kneeling. When incensed that someone was standing in front of her she started to move her head around trying to get him in her mouth and eventually found his cock and sucked it into her mouth. When the two minutes were up Tony gestured to Cliff to step away and he did. Tony then said to Anne, Name that cock. And thought for a moment and said, I think it was Gary. A good guess considering the similarities between Cliff and Gary but wrong. This continued until and had sucked everyone for an additional two minutes each and she was able to guess me, Bob and Will correctly. Under the forfeit system in the letter she was to get paddled ten times each by the guys she missed. Tony came over to her and took her blindfold off, told her the final results, led her over to a chair and draped her over it. Some of the other guys quickly tied her legs and arms to the chair so that her ass was sticking up and out as an inviting target. Tony asked and if she needed to be gagged and she said, No, I can take it. My husband used to use that paddle on me. Although and had experience being paddled when we used to play more aggressively she was about to find out that strangers hit harder than husbands. Tony stepped away and Gary took up a position behind and then started to spank her ass with the ping-pong paddle. She was silent for the first two strokes and then started to grunt with the third stroke. By the fifth stroke she was getting louder and by the seventh she was sobbing loudly. Gary gave her the last two blows and on the last she yelped pretty loudly. With twenty spanks left to go Tony decided that and would not be able to keep quiet and gagged her. She protested and sputtered but he forced the ball gag into her mouth and tied the strap behind her head. It was a good thing he did because Cliff and Tony himself really let her have it. She bucked and shrieked through her gag with each blow and her ass got redder and redder. When she had received the final blow Tony untied her but warned her not to rub her ass because he wanted her to continue to feel the fire. I admit I got a little worried about how hard they were paddling and but decided that I should not intervene because the paddling, although much more than she had experienced before, would not result in permanent damage or leave marks on her. That was the standard for my intervention that and then I had agreed upon before we started this adventure. After she was untied and just stood there moving from one leg to the other with tears still running down her cheeks. I could tell that she desperately wanted to rub her burning ass but she stoically bit her lower lip and kept her hands at her side. She clearly did not want to disobey Tony. Tony walked over to Anne, took her by the hand and again led her over to the pillow on the floor. He got her down on her knees and said that she now had to suck each guy off until they came and swallow his cum. Even though and was swallowing my cum more often and had swallowed on her first two trips I could tell from the look on her face that she was not in love with the idea of having six loads of cum go down her throat and into her stomach. Will said that six loads of cum were enough for a cocktail and that and should collect the cum and save it in a glass until all six of the guys had come and then drink it all down at once. Upon hearing this I thought that and was going to spring up off of the pillow on which she was kneeling but Tony had his hands on her shoulders and kept her in place. 
The rest of the guys loved this suggestion, and one of them got a water glass from the other room, and was horrified by all of this but Tony would not let her up and soon Bob stepped in front of her and stuck his cock in her face, and decided that she should start sucking while she tried to figure a way out of things and took Bob into her mouth. Bob eventually came in Anne's mouth and Tony gave her the glass and told her to spit it out. She did and the next guy stepped forward and the process was repeated out I could not help but think how ironic it was that, and who normally did not like to swallow and spit out my cum for years was now being forced to save what she spit out in order to swallow it later. After a few more loads in the glass, later came, and looked absolutely aghast when she handed the glass to Tony after she had spit out the last load of cum. The bottom inch or so of the glass was filled with a mixture of cum and and saliva and it really was a slimy gooey mess. Tony put the glass on the desk and helped and to her feet. He led her over to the desk, pointed at the glass, smiled and said, Bottoms up! And started to shake and whine and finally blurted out, I cannot swallow that much cum at one time. I will get sick. Either you swallow it yourself or we will hold you down and pour it into your mouth. Tony said, and continued to beg and plead and looked for all the world like a trapped animal that knew its fate was at hand. Tony was unmoved by her pleas and said, Last chance to do it yourself, and reluctantly picked up the glass and with shaking hands put it to her lips twice but could not bring herself to tip it up to start the cum flowing into her mouth. She put the glass back down on the desk and broke down sobbing saying, I can't, I can't. Tony nodded to the rest of us, and we went over to and then surrounded her. Hands reached out and grabbed her. She tried to squirm away but had nowhere to go. She was led over to the bed and laid on her back. Hands held each of her limbs and will knelt over her head and held her head in place with his thighs. I was holding her right leg and had a clear view of what was happening. The glass with our cum was placed on the nightstand by Tony who then told and, Open your mouth! and clamped her lips shut and struggled harder than ever but being held by five men she was unable to get anywhere. Tony suddenly realized that unless and cooperated it would be hard to get the cum into her mouth without spilling a lot of it. Tony went to his briefcase and came back with two one-inch binder clips. He showed them to Anne and said, I will put these on your nipples and leave them there until all of that cum is in your belly. Anne's eyes opened wider than ever and you could see the look of fear on her face. Well, are you going to swallow that cum? asked Tony, and stayed silent except for some quiet sobbing. Okay, we do it the hard way. Tony picked up one of the clips and put it on Anne's right nipple. Will covered her mouth with his hand to muffle her screams. Tony waited about a minute and then put the other clip on her left nipple. Will kept his hand over her mouth as and continued to shriek in pain. After a few minutes she started to calm down and Tony reminded her that the clips would stay on until she swallowed the entire glass of cum and knew from experience in our play sessions with various nipple clamps and clothespins that the pain would continue to grow the longer the clips were left on and that it would double when the clips were removed. She knew that she had run out of choices in time and forced herself to calm down, and when Tony saw this he nodded at Will who took his hand off of her mouth. Okay, you win, damn it, I will drink it because my nipples are killing me. And cried out that we let go of her, and she sat up on the bed by the nightstand where the glass of cum was sitting. And shakily reached over and took the glass in both hands. We could see the revulsion on her face as she lifted the glass to her lips and tipped it into her mouth. 
We watched her throat move each time she swallowed and saw the glass getting empty. After six swallows, she was done, and dropped the glass on the bed and immediately took off the clip on her right nipple. She started to rub it vigorously for a few moments, and then took off the clip on her left nipple and did the same dot we gave her a few minutes, and then Tony said, We will keep the clips handy just in case we need them again. He picked the clips up off of the bed and put them on the nightstand dot we let, and go to the bedroom bathroom to freshen up, and we used the one next to the sitting room. When everyone had once again assembled in the sitting room, Tony read the second item in the letter and sort of smirked at, and when he finished saying, You will probably like this part better, and knew that she would because the letter said that she was going to be fucked in whatever combinations the guys wanted. She had not had an orgasm thus far and was extremely horny, and walked out of the sitting room and into the bedroom, laid down on the bed on her back, drew up her legs and spread them open, and later told me that even though she had said that she had the same equipment as the girls in the gang-bang videos she had watched that once she started doing things with the guys she was concerned about whether she could take six guys but she knew she really no longer had a choice and said that she was extremely horny by this point and needed to get fucked. She was also worried about having the clips used on her again if she refused to do what the guys wanted. Will won the race to the bed and slipped his condom-covered cock into and and started to fuck her pussy hard, and responded almost immediately, and within a minute was fucking Will back as hard as he was fucking her. About thirty seconds later and exploded in what would be the first of many orgasms point one thing that neither and nor I had thought about when deciding for her to have sex with more than one man was that her pussy became very sensitive after she came and most of the time I would have to stop fucking her for a few seconds or longer after she came. I realized while Will was fucking her that there would be no breaks for in tonight and saw Will keep pounding away after Anne's first orgasm. I think and realized it too as her eyes rolled back in her head and she started to come again. Be why the time the third guy was done fucking and she had a dreamy distant look on her face that did not change much even when she came and she came often. She later told me the sensations were almost excruciating as the walls of her cunt became extremely sensitive and stayed that way as one guy after another kept on fucking her. The only time her super sensitive pussy got a break was when she was fucked in the ASS.in the first round, Will, Gary, Cliff and Tony fucked, and in her pussy while Bob and I fucked her ASS.as the sixth guy crawled off of her and thought that she would get a break but looked up and saw that Will, Tony and Gary were ready to go again. Will lay down on the bed on his back and told and to get up on his cock. She got his cock wedged into her well-fucked pussy and they got a nice rhythm going. Will pulled her down so her chest was against his and held her. Meanwhile Tony had lubed up the condom on his cock and had gotten up on the bed. He lined up with Anne's ass and pushed into her in one stroke. Oh my god! And cried as she experienced for the first time a cock in her pussy and her ass at the same time. She established a good rhythm with Will and Tony and a minute later she was airtight as Gary got in front of her and fed her his cock. They fucked this way for about five minutes before first Gary, then Will and finally Tony came, and later told me that she was too tired from all of her earlier orgasms to have much more than a small tremor during her triple penetration but that nevertheless she had enjoyed it. For those of you who want to know, yes she did swallow Gary's cum. She said that for the rest of the night she was going to swallow anyone and everyone because she did not want those binder clips anywhere near her again. 
Bob and I got on the bed next and positioned and on her hands and knees. He put his cock in her mouth and I thrust into her pussy. She looked so sexy being spit-roasted by the two of us. Let's make her do the work, Bob said and we positioned ourselves so that when my cock was fully in her pussy Bob's cock would be almost out of her mouth. When she moved forward my cock would partially withdraw and Bob's would go deeper into her mouth. Because we had both come twice already we had good stamina and then had to work for a long time to get us off. She grunted and groaned as she pushed herself back and forth and had a couple of nice orgasms along the way. Her body was eventually covered in a light sheen of perspiration because of her exertions. Bob and I finally came and then swallowed another load. That left only Cliff who had not fucked her a second time and he laid down on his back and told and to get up over him. She started to lower her pussy down on his erect cock and he said, No, put it in your ass. And shifted forward a bit and after a try or two to correct her aim had Cliff's cock firmly seated in her ass. Now, fuck me hard. And started to push herself up and down on Cliff's cock. She grunted and groaned and moaned as she speared her own ass over and over again with Cliff's raging erection. Cliff too had come twice already so his stamina was impressive as well. And moved up and down, up and down on his cock for almost twenty minutes before Cliff finally announced that he was coming. When he was finished and rolled off of him and collapsed on the bed. Her body glistened with perspiration from her workout and her crotch area was damp and slimy from her own secretions and the lube that was used on her. Everyone was pretty fucked out by this point, especially Anne, and we all fell asleep. I lay down next to Anne on the bed and Cliff was on her other side. The rest of the guys fell asleep on several of the chairs and couches in the sitting room. I was startled awake by Tony yelling, Fuck, it is already 11 a.m. He, Bob, and Cliff had to be at the clubhouse for their golf outing by noon so there was a flurry of activity as they hastily got dressed and got their stuff together. Gary and Will also had a lunch meeting set for noon so they joined in the frenzy. I was disappointed because I had hoped for another session for and in the morning but that was not to be. It was, however, a kinky sight to see and standing there naked with all five of the other men fully clothed and me in one of the hotel robes. Even though she looked totally fucked out she still looked sexy as hell. Each of the guys kissed her deeply and took a final opportunity to fondle her tits and pussy. Bob said to Anne, I left one of my business cards on the nightstand in case you ever get to my hometown and want to get together again. The other guys thought this was a good idea as well and fished cards out of their pockets or briefcases and put them with Bob's card. This got my mind spinning with the future possibilities. The last two guys finally left, and the door had no sooner clicked shut when I grabbed and then kissed her deeply. I led her to the bed and fucked her. I did not make love to her. I fucked her, and she fucked me back just as hard doubt we lay in bed after that and snuggled and talked about her just-completed adventure. And said that although there were parts that she did not like, guess which ones, she had never been fucked so hard and for so long and understood why many women who have been gang-banged liked it so much and went to shower, and when she came out she started to get her stuff together. She picked up the business cards from the nightstand and put them in her purse. She turned and started to walk away. You forgot the clips? I said, and gave me a startled look followed by a small smile. She turned back to the nightstand, picked up the clips and put them into her purse as well. Continued Part 2